Yes, sir. All right, and we're going. So, guys, welcome to our currently untitled podcast. <laughs> we have yet to figure out a name. Can we just leave it the untitled? We might, we might. We'll figure that out. Untitled. But yeah, hmm. but yeah so our new NBA podcast, recording Fridays, I believe uploading Saturdays, because I doubt we're going to get the editing done on the same day. So, yeah. Probably not. No. Yeah, current plan once a week, um, uploads on Saturdays, and Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's so those, the goal. Yeah. So those <laughs> are the platforms that we got so far. So it's an NBA podcast. You know, pretty self-explanatory. So. We'll be talking about all the news with the league and everything going on. We decided to start with the bubble because originally we were going to postpone it and hold off until next season. But I think we got a lot of stuff going on that would be really good to talk about. And there's going to be a really short off season if everything runs according to plan with the NBA. So Yeah, The what is it? The off season's two months? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Yeah, I think so. We should be good with that because I think they plan for the restart on Christmas Day. So yeah. let's just get started. Or at least sometime in December. Yeah, exactly. So we can get started. Uh, first topic we had lined up was uh, moving into the bubble and all the new players who've been moving into the bubble and all the stories coming out with it. So anybody want to take the lead or should I just start? Yeah. Um, I can start if you want. Go for it. So NBA's coming back. And with that, like because of everything going on around with like coronavirus and everything so now the players are finally moving into uh the orlando like disney world can't can't go anywhere in disney world can't go on any rides but like you're in your hotels yep. and um it's very interesting to see some of the reactions to it yeah i was looking at some of the snaps um i think i saw i saw hassan whiteside and nazir little so mm-hmm. both like Portland players, and um, I think Whiteside said they have to lock up for 48 hours when they first get there. He said he's going to be playing like Warzone for 10 hours straight and then taking a break and doing it again. So that's interesting. I think they were at the Grand Floridian, I think, if you know about the hotels over there. But I was just, based on the looks... Oh yeah, you're local, so you like definitely know I'm not, where I'm not Orlando yeah. local, I just go to school here. So, you know, yeah, um, last year when we came up, I, I went and I try to do all the free stuff you can do at Disney without actually having to pay to get in. So I went around the different hotels and it looked like the Grand Floridian, which is like the really expensive one. It was like $700 a night. Yeah, I mean, but like these are <laughs> NBA millionaires. So even if it's like a nice hotel, like yeah. LeBron's leaving his mansion with his own private gym, like yep. pool, I'm sure, <laughs> like all that. And he's just stuck with a hotel room. Yeah, Like nice hotel room, but like exactly, these I guys mean- are millionaires. And they're going to stay there for months. And according to Nas, he said that it's not as nice as the hotels that the, the Blazers normally stay in. I don't know if he was just, like, talking shit about it because they're going to be there for long term or not. But that's what he was saying. But Yeah, but... he's definitely not the only person who's having a problem with this. Some big names are J.R. Smith and Joel Embiid. <laughs> uh, Embiid posted a picture of the food uh from the quarantine and he said definitely losing 50 pounds although that did look like a lot of food but i guess Embiid was not having it and no, then uh, jr Smith. yeah what happened yeah about the food thing um i don't know if you guys go on espn on snapchat they literally had a, a segment which was like cvs or nba and like oh i gosh. kid you not i could not tell them apart oh no no, I, I like it's been the that's the food's been the biggest thing that I've been hearing so far, especially through Twitter. Like everyone's calling it airplane food and stuff, so that's the biggest issue. But the NBA said that after the first couple of days, they're going to fix that. I don't know how true that is, but we'll see. I hope because we're going with a bunch of like athletes who had their own chef, like their personally de- designed meals, and like now they're getting food from. even for non-millionaires is a is a lot to do like every day yeah that was the biggest thing that i've been hearing everyone always talks about they're like lebron's not gonna eat this and we all know lebron's not gonna eat that 
just he had his food helicoptered in. They had a drone <laughs> deliver his food. Seriously? Oh my god. No, no but like imagine mm, LeBron. He could, you think he he's could. eating that? Yeah. Because yeah, what LeBron leaves tomorrow, I think. They were saying something uh, like that. I'm not sure. I think yeah. He said he was he was about to leave, and then Dame is also about to leave. Or no, Dame left already because Portland's there. Orlando's there. And Miami game. Celtics Miami, are there. Miami just drove there. I think this morning, right? Celtics. Are I there? think so. I know they left yesterday. Yeah, well, I saw Enos Cantor like complain about it, so I'm guessing he's they're already there. <laughs> oh, I don't know because I, I was looking at Jason Tatum's Snapchat. It doesn't look like he's there. I guess I guess Cantor just showed up by himself. Yeah, but how safe you guys think the bubble is actually going to be? Because that's the concern everyone's having. Joel Embiid was talking about that. It's not. Yeah. I give like maybe one or two weeks before someone breaks the bubble. Exactly. Like, I don't know how they plan on keeping everyone in because at the end of the day, these are NBA players. Like, who's going to stop them and tell them what to do? They're the most... The NBA. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, let's be real. Everyone's been struggling with quarantine, like, and, like, it's not like we had anything better to do. Like, what, we'll go outside more? Like, these are people who spend millions of dollars. James Harden goes to strip clubs nightly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking about Although, some of these people go of, clubbing all the time i don't know about like, the quality yeah, of the strip clubs in orlando Ooh, i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't haven't been um, but apparently james harden speaking of that uh did not come with the rockets um so they're kind of questioning where he's at right now as well oh that's mm. interesting but yeah i think so let all the tests coming out positive that's just an indication that these guys really don't care that much because <laughs> all these people are testing positive they're all like going out and doing stuff like half the nets team has coronavirus so i don't yeah. really know what they expect as far as keeping people within the bubble unless it's locked i mean a lot of them were partying some of them were into protests like bound to have a couple more nba stars to have it yeah some of them are still locked out the country like Jokic is still I don't, I don't know if he's still there. I, I heard he he's tested. coming in like the next like two days, something like that. Yeah, because Jokic tested positive and he was back home. And then I think that's... Luca was also overseas, but I yes. think he's back. Yes, Luca was overseas, but Luca didn't test positive, I think. Yeah. Okay. So he was good. But yeah, um, that's pretty much how the bubble's been going. Um, <laughs> doesn't it's, seem it's like not, it's working It's barely out. going and it's a day one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's upset about it. I don't know what they're going to do. It's not going to last. It's like, because... if anyone tells me, no one's going to convince me that all these NBA players, not all of them, but, like, some a huge chunk of these NBA players are going to stay in that hotel room until October. Yeah. Like, some of these guys are just going to lose games on purpose just to leave. <laughs> so, as someone who's been to that hotel, or, like, been been on, like, the, the grounds for it, it's a very open hotel. It's not like most of it's indoors. Like, it's really easy to just walk out and go somewhere. And there's, there's a, it's it's, it's going to be very easy for them to leave or for them to, like, bring people on, I'm pretty sure. Because unless the NBA set up, like, a whole lot of cameras everywhere, it's not going to be something that's going to be just easy to contain them because they're not mostly going to be indoors. It's, it's a big outdoor thing and like you have the rooms and then you can go out and there's like the pool and everything and there's a a lot of space to walk around yeah it'll definitely be exciting i'm anticipating this uh to see who's going to be the first person reported for leaving the bubble yeah want to place bets i just realized (laughs) i'm down i really did not set a timer so how how long you guys think we've been going because i just started a stopwatch (laughs) Uh, we've been going for around like nine minutes. All right, cool. So we'll just add nine minutes to whatever we do. But yeah. All right. So we're betting on who we think is going to break it first. Like. I don't know if one of the big superstars are going to risk it because then their name's going to be the one out there. Like it'll blow up. No, because the superstars, they want to win. Yeah, exactly. So they're not going to be the ones to, to risk I'm it. I'm going to say... Kind of I had my bet on JR. Is Dion Waiters in the bubble? 
Dion Waiters is in the bubble. <laughs> that is a good pick. That that is that is a great pick. Oh yeah, my gosh. Money's on oh Dion Waiters. Yeah, I'll, oh gosh, I don't even think I could bet against you. Who else would do some? Nah, nah, it's got to be Dion. With everything that's been going on this season, I can't, I can't imagine it being anyone else. I think, I think you got that dead on the money. <laughs> like... God. Oh and I, I mean, there's a huge joke with Heat fans right now um, with Tyler Hero. You think Tyler's gonna break the bubble? Because he just got a, uh, he just has a new. He, I think he just recently um, got a new girlfriend. Oh. Uh, she's an. I believe she's a model. So they've been eating it off. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Cause, but, but yeah. But that same time he got the braids, right? And everyone was mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna put a bet on. Um, I'll say Tristan. No, he's not in there. He's not in there. I was gonna say I'm like Tristan Thompson would definitely go try and find some woman. So, <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. I th- I think I'm I'm gonna stick with Dion. I'll take him over Tyler. All right. So moving on from that, basically just bubble atmosphere. We kind of covered that. Um, the next thing is to basically just address uh, our teams individually and who we think what we think is the best and worst things going for each of our teams in the bubble so i mean obviously you guys don't know because it's the first episode but like my name's jordan i'm a raptors fan and i grew up in miami but ended up being a raptors fan then um we got you guys you guys can introduce yourselves actually let me not let me not just do it for you all right sure, go, so, go ahead. yeah I'm Sid. Um, I'm from Miami, and I am a Miami fan. And go ahead. Yeah, I'm Michael. Same thing as like Sid's. Like I'm I'm from Boston, so uh, I rub the Celtics big time. Like Jordan's a weird one. It's like yeah, let me let me rep for a team that's not in my not my city, not my state. Let me rep for a whole nother country. Listen, not listen. In my country. Yeah, exactly. Listen, when I was little, I liked dinosaurs. I liked the color red. <laughs> and my dad, my dad is up in Toronto a lot. So, you know, had to, had to, had to rep for the Raptors. I, I, and I also got into the NBA relatively recently, which I, I'm going to have to drop that anyway, because you guys will figure it out, because you, you're going to hear me say some dumb shit. And I'm going to have to correct myself a couple months later. It'll happen. But yeah, on to topic two. So, best and worst thing about our teams. Who wants to start? Are you good? You guys want to go in like seeding order or what? I'm Sid, done Sid, Sid, you start because I think I think Miami probably has the the most que- the biggest question mark of how far they can go because Miami could, in my opinion, Eastern Conference Finals or maybe first round exit. So. You can start with that. Well, I'm going to come in with a heavily biased view here, mm-hmm. but I think Miami has a lot of upside. Uh, I've seen a lot of growth in Bam. I mm-hmm. think that Jimmy Butler has proven to be a really good leader, yep. um, especially proven by his track record with his other teams. Every team that he's left has performed worse in their second year, especially Philly. <laughs> They've been struggling a little bit, but... <laughs> Especially yeah, um, I think we have a lot of upside, especially in our um, rookies. As I said, I'm a good, I'm a big Tyler Hero fan, and of course Kendrick Nunn. I think those two have been really shining, and with six man uh, Goran Dragic, I think we can do a lot. And three point shooter Duncan Robinson. Yeah. They're just so much, leave so off, much. But one of our favorite Heat players. So, so much talent on this team, um, and we've proven it. Uh, we have winning records, at least in this regular season, against a lot of the teams. I know we've beaten Milwaukee twice. Uh, we're undefeated against the Pacers. I'm pretty sure we're up 2-1 or 2-0 on the Raptors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Celtics, 2-0. 2-0. I don't remember where we're at uh, with the Celtics, though, but I don't think it's too good. I can I can check that out. You can just keep going. I'll, I'll look that up. Go for it. Yeah, but I just think this team has a lot of talent, and then... Eric Spolster is a proven coach. I think he has the ability to grow this talent. A lot of them are undrafted players. A lot of them are from the D League uh, or G League now. And with Pat Riley's um, 
blessings, <laughs> I think this team has the capability to go uh, very far. They've definitely proven themselves. Um, but they haven't really proven themselves in the playoffs right now. Uh, this is a also a younger team. The Heat right so, now. So I don't know. I'm, are for, two like, against the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely I didn't want to bit. say to me, I wasn't sure, but I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a that'll be a fun battle, I think. Uh, I'm not gonna go too much on Jason Tatum. I also love that guy. Yeah, we'll get but, the Celtics. But... Yeah, but I think the Heat do have a lot of upside, and I will not be surprised if they pull off some upsets in the playoffs. I think you hit it on the nail for most of it. Um, the Heat really started off very strong until I, I probably want to say maybe around the all-star break they started to fall off and what i like about the heat is well what i like and don't like about the heat the heat had a lot of games going to overtime or like really close fourth quarter games but they always yeah. pulled through so i like it to perform in the clutch i don't like that they keep letting it get so close i mean yeah, i'm sure no one's happy about that yeah I, but like the heat the Heat are like a sleeper team, like for sure. I get that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, no one expected them to be this good. Like, oh, you guys added Jimmy Butler, great. But like they've been really good like this season. But like, f- first of all, if the season continued as is, you could have maybe seen like a first round upset or or whatever. But like with all this new extra stuff, I'm not that high on the Heat. Like. They, yeah, you're 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 right. Tyler Heroes, great young prospect and stuff. But it's like you need you need to shoot regularly. Like you, they're out of rhythm. Tyler they haven't practiced with each other. They're a young team. Like we're basically gonna go straight into the playoffs because what eight games then like playoffs. Like it's just gonna be a different vibe. And I don't think usually uh, young teams don't do that well in the playoffs. And I just don't think they're gonna do that well like right now. Yeah, Tyler Hero is uh, a little too inconsistent for my liking, but I really liked Duncan Robinson. I think Bam is up for like most improved player. He's one of them. Um, I think they're they got a really good core, and I think they could be great in a couple of years. But I'm just not sure how their rookie experience is going to work out in this playoffs. I mean, right now it says that Miami is expected to play. I think the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, that's what, that's currently that's what I was wondering. So it depends on which, how they move. That'll be a good matchup. I mean, OKC and Miami are like virtually, they're kind of like the same team, like yep. old, like old, uh, old guard or like old uh, veteran who's a all star level, all, all NBA level really, yep. like knows what he's doing, can pull the team together with like a lot of young unproven talent. Yep. Yeah, he's leading a bunch of young young people. Although as far as um Shea Gilgis Alexander was was he had a good series in that um in that Clippers Golden State series that went longer than it should have. At least I <laughs> if I remember correctly, he was playing well. I do like him a lot, but um I like a lot of the Heat players too. Honestly, I think the Heat might match up better against the Jazz. Like if the if the Thunder move up a seed, then the Heat should be clear to make it past that first round just because the Jazz lost Bogdanovich and um, Mike Conley's been really inconsistent this whole season. So Yeah, I'm not worried about the Jazz. Yeah, exactly. We so, can take them on. So I think if you if you guys get to that point where you don't have to face OKC, you might be fine. But OKC's been killing it. And OKC, when they got yeah, that... When they got that three guard lineup out with um, what was it, Chris Paul, Gilgis Alexander, and um, Dennis Schroeder, they were killing it this season. So you got to see. Oh, I forgot he's on that team. I really liked him, especially when he was back in uh, Atlanta. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, Schroeder, yeah, really Schroeder's like a really good yeah. guard. Yeah. Like explosive. Like even in the bench last year, he was explosive. Like he he was a great scorer. Sometimes hell, he outscored Westbrook. Like. Yeah, this yeah. year he's pretty much like really solid contender for six man of the year so I, I i they could do a lot with that lineup steven adams started off in a bit of a slump but he pulled together yeah hit that long range three <laughs> just everything went up from there i feel like whoever comes out of this matchup is just also just going to be tired 
because this will definitely be a competitive series. Yeah, but um, also they're both young teams, so I wouldn't be as worried. I think they should be fine with managing because just they they should be relatively in shape. Just being young. I mean, even fatigue. I don't think I don't think fatigue's as big of a deal if they're all like relatively in shape because like they have what uh, the season goes canceled in like March. It's July, like three four months, right? Of the stress. They definitely weren't. I, well, they weren't working out though. That's the thing. You got to worry about conditioning. But it's only eight well, games ahead. I mean, so depends I don't on really the player. Because like uh, Zion, man. <laughs> like oh Zion, got he looks cut. like he's ready to go. Zion, Zion <laughs> um, Rajon, like LeBron, definitely is like ready. He's like, man, four months of uh, four months like a break, like his old bones, like done, like he's ready for it. That's all facts. When the when the break first started, Sergio Baca was posting a workout video like every day. So, <laughs> so yeah, when it first started, like <laughs> yeah. So we got we got we got people who've been working out. We've seen that, so that's good. Um, yeah, uh, skinny uh, Jokic, uh, Jokic. Yeah, skinny yeah, Jokic. I, I'm I'm hyped to see skinny Harden too. Alright, so anything else on the Heat, or are we good for that one? I think we're good. Alright, so Celtics or Raptors? Mike, you want to start, or you want me to go? Uh, I can go Celtics. Um, right. You know, honestly, like, the Celtics have been pretty great consistently for, like, the last, like, what is it, three, four years? Yep. And, like, they've dealt with, like, weird situations, like, that year where there was no Gordon Hayward, no, uh, no Kyrie like in the playoffs yeah and when jason tatum was a rookie that was that was a tough year they managed it um they brought the Cavs to game seven. we didn't manage it so well when we had Kyrie on our team for the playoffs because you know uh Kyrie is sucks with yeah they took the cast to game seven took lebron's Cavs to game seven like yep. mm-hmm. but like uh like uh last year was a bit of a disappointment with Kyrie in the lineup and gordon hayward like all that but um, we excised the locker room cancer. We sent it over to Brooklyn. Oh my God. Um, and like I feel like they get a, the team gets along now. Like there's not there's not that much beef in the locker room. Uh, Celtics are still down like a really good center, but like Enos Cantor and and Williams do just a good enough job. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Wait. not. Is Daniel Tice not going versa- to the bubble? They have a versatile offense. Hmm? Is Daniel Tice not going to the bubble? Uh, He will be in the bubble, I think. Oh, I mean, he's on the side, he's, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, he, I'm not, I'm just thinking like, he's not on like all-star level. Yeah, for sure. Like, like the Celtics have all-star level point guards, shooting guards, small forward, power forward, depending on how you want to play Tatum. Like, yeah. So it's a very deep team, like they like they're solid throughout, mm-hmm. and little again, a little bit worried. Like Jason Tatum didn't like shoot a basketball. I don't think uh, Jalen Brown did either. But like, I like they're scoring, can drive. Always good at defense. Oh, I think oh, that's oh, really oh. important right now, and. Who knows? Maybe maybe they'll do well, and I, I'm expecting that they'll go far to playoffs, because like we they have for like for a while now, and minus the like last year we went, we went up against Milwaukee. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Shut maybe up. um. Yeah. My my internet was tripping out, but yeah. Uh, most of what you said I agree with. I think um the Celtics. What's great for them is their lineup is deep, but not deep in the sense that they have like 15 pretty good guys. They have like five or six guys who can really, really play, and most people don't go. Most teams don't go far into their bench for the playoffs. But the fact that you guys have a deep team with like the starting five is good, and like the next three guys off the bench or whatever are good. That is really solid because it's usually like those first eight guys who get most of the play time in the playoffs. And I think Celtics are definitely up there for being one of the best teams in the East. They could definitely take it. Um, it's also been the same core. They have that chemistry, like. Exactly, exactly. And then they have a bunch of um, underrated people. Most of the people on the Celtics are two-way guys. Like, they can defend pretty well. So, because what Celtics is the only team in top five offense and defense, I think, or one of maybe two or three teams up there. No, one of two teams, I think. 
But yeah, Celtics yeah. have been Celtics have been strong. Uh, before the season was coming to a close with Jason Tatum going playing out of his mind, I was thinking that Celtics were really making it to the Eastern Conference Finals and they were just gonna take it. But <laughs> no, nah, even with the break, like uh, I, like Celtics kept getting hurt, injured, and stuff. Like now they're all healthy, like they're ready to go. Yeah, my only issue with the Celtics is um their lack of having defensive big men if they run into Milwaukee. Yeah, and rebounding. Yeah, yeah. Or haven't they been rebounding well? I think so. Not, yeah. not as well as like you'd you'd hope. Yeah, especially I mean, when we're talking about teams where they like what are the Lakers with AD, Milwaukee, um, the Raptors. Yeah, but isn't. Like even even like uh, even Miami Heat with Bam Adebayo, it's like it's not like a good like matchup. But isn't Daniel Tice like six foot nine or something like that? Enos Cantor is not yeah. a, like. But I'm just saying like you need like that that full like center that could like make their own shots. Uh, like Daniel Tice is great that he can spread the floor a bit, but it was just like make their own shot, be productive on offense, and like be a lockdown defender. Yeah. Especially going up against the likes of like elite centers, yeah. Like however few there are in the NBA now, but like there's still a couple who can really play. I think that's good. That uh, they have a solid chance. I think if Milwaukee gets knocked out first, they almost like a shoe in for the Eastern Conference Finals. But we all know that's not happening. <laughs> we all know that. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not March. If March, if, I could tell you there's um, they're unstoppable. But now, if they could face the team that took out Milwaukee before, Milwaukee does, but like that's not happening. But it, that that would have been something that would have really helped out the Celtics definitely because I think they could have beat any other team in the East. They still can beat the 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 Bucks, but it's just going to be tough not having the big guy because the Bucks, I mean, two of their best players are big men, so <laughs> that's that's yeah. where the issue comes in. But with that transition now, with that. That's where we move into the Raptors because we got the big boys. <laughs> you know we, that was that was how Milwaukee got stopped last time. Like, yeah, we don't have Kawhi, and that sucks. Yeah, you say that like it's a footnote. Yeah, no, that yeah we sucks. just don't have Kawhi. That sucks. We don't we, we don't have like what like the top three top number one player in the NBA right now. Yeah, I can't. Like, like, that that sucks, major dick. Especially because he's like one of the best defenders too. <laughs> but <laughs> but we got. Gasol was Gasol was playing amazing defense last year in the playoffs. Yeah. and he a, trimmed down too. He exactly. Had, he, he had Gasol's looking skinny. Yeah. He got the longer hair now. That might give him some power, you know. <laughs> We're about to see. You got Ibaka. Ibaka's having a career year. He's up in, I think, points, rebounds. He's shooting like 40% from three. He was going crazy. And um, Siakam, you know, Siakam's still developing. He's pretty much the most one of the most versatile defenders in the league because you can guard damn near one to five. And yeah, they're just, I'm really surprised because when we lost Kawhi, I thought we'd maybe fall to like a four seed. Some people were, were saying it'd be like a seven. I didn't think it was that far. I thought we'd fall to like a four, but we managed to hold on to the two and everyone's been injured. I think the Raptors have played less than 20 games with a full healthy like out of their top seven guys in the rotation so because we've been able to hold on like that i think it'd be good i'm just worried about the chemistry issues as far as doing that because um what is it ibaka lowry and norman power were all having outstanding years as far as like their careers go so it was really looking like we were pulling for it i'm just worried that the this break broke momentum, but I kind of trust in the organization because as far as the Raptors, and I look at the Heat the same way, kind of, uh, I kind of view them like the Spurs, where I feel like top to bottom, they're a really good organization and they have everybody locked into their system. And that's why things work out so well for them. So that's why I think um, the Raptors will have a really solid chance. Everyone's kind of iffy on them. I think we can at least, we'll make it to the semifinals for sure. Semi-conference finals. And then, depending on how that goes, who we're matched up against, I think we can make it to the conference finals. And I think there's a, there's more of a chance than people think on us beating Milwaukee. But I'm not going to go and say, oh, we're going to do it because, all right. But no, no Paul Pierce prediction? No. no. Paul Pierce said that was done, like, game one. <laughs> yeah, no. None of those. None of those. 
Man, Paul I really Pierce. wish he was right, though. That, that would have been crazy for you guys, I'm not going to lie. But Paul Pierce said it was done game one. Um, Stephen A said it was done game two when Raptors played Milwaukee and we were down. So, you know, don't, don't, don't discount the champs. That's all I'm going to say on that. I'm actually curious to see who you guys are seated up against right um, now. Currently, we're seated against the Nets. Which is oh, okay, that's, that, that, that should be an easy. That's win, pretty much that's a buy. Have any of their players? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> um, much a buy. Yeah. What right J- now, Jamal Crawford, be... who's been out of the league for like a year now, and uh, mm-hmm. Michael Beasley. I don't even know when's the last time he played. I, oh, I want to see he was with the Lakers. I don't know. I'm about I don't know. See, based on the current, I want to see the playoff tree. I don't know why. But while we're waiting on that, the yeah. Celtics are supposed to play the 76ers. When? Oof. In the first round? That's like the right now, the seeding, yeah. That is a slug match. I can't lie. I mean, okay, now that this is where it's important. Are, <laughs> are the Sixers a bad road team? Or, or are they just a, a really good, good home, home team? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I, I'm, I'm so convinced it's because they're scared shitless of Philly fans. And like, like Philly fans will like boo you at home. <laughs> like, yeah, like they'll beat you up. Like <laughs> I would not want to play for Philly. So I'm pretty sure it's just that they're a good home team because they're scared of how things are gonna go. But on the on the road, they had like the same record as the Knicks. So I really don't know what to expect from Philly. Yeah, no, cause I, uh, I mean in the playoffs. I want to say they have uh, they're they're easier to lock down because Ben Simmons can't shoot. They're all in the paint, and I don't think they figured out the Horford and uh, and um, Joel Embiid tandem. This is the problem, right? If you're the Celtics, do you want them all in the paint with your team being undersized? Like if I if, so freeze, for example, if threes are worth more than two, so because <laughs> they're just gonna outshoot them. Because like also me, like even the, even if we're undersized, they can't. Joel Embiid's never that great of a shooter. Yeah. Um. Where else? Tobias Harris is like an iffy like three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Richardson is like uh, all right. He's pretty good, but like for the most part. Three or four of their players are going to be playing in the paint the entire time. They're not going to be able to get a shot off. That's true. Just having bodies in there, like it's just even though we don't have like a good like a uh, front court, our mm-hmm. back court is amazing at defense. Like they're all long, like long, relatively tall. Like they That's can true. still like disrupt shots. So. That's true. They will be. They will be a solid defending team because that's where like if if we were playing them right, if like the Raptors are hitting the the, the Sixers in in one of the rounds. I'm not that worried because we're like the second best paint defense team in the league or second best defense overall. And most of our defense came out the paint. So I'm perfectly fine with playing the Sixers. So I just figured it out um, after Raptors and Nets, we'd either face the Celtics or the Sixers. So whoever makes it out of that series, we're going against because I mean, Raptors aren't fucking up against the half the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to lose the s they're just the net but someone is supposed to be moving into like um like their own apartment next year in manhattan like not next year like in the in like a month two months that really worries me that half of the brooklyn nets tested positive yeah that's concerning that i would be very very concerned with that but i mean living in florida i'm not that much better i guess <laughs> Uh, no, you you're much worse. Yeah, yeah, because people in Florida really don't care. Like I've had people give me dirty looks for wearing a mask when I go outside. Yeah, but that's that's how it is. So either you guys beat the Sixers, be, either you guys lose to the Sixers, which I don't think is gonna happen. No, not not in the playoff setting. We face each other round two, and that's going to be that's going to be an interesting one. Because you guys you guys have. Yeah, we haven't faced you guys in the playoffs in like a while. Nope. Like I can't remember when's the last time Celtics and Raptors went up in the playoffs. Nope. I can't lie. When they were talking about like the one to sixteen seed and how they might try that, I got really worried because I think it was like round two. We ended up facing um the the Lakers, 
for round three. I'm like, there's no way I'm not ready for like, yeah, sorry, yeah, round three. I'm like, I'm not ready for Lebronto again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> not that I expect it, but like, if it did happen, I'd never hear the end of it. Sid, oh my, that was such an iconic oh, yeah. series. Sid, you it guys, was amazing. You guys, if you guys play the Pacers round one. As of like seeding right now, you guys will play the Pacers right round one, and then you're off to face the Bucks. If the Magic don't that's have enough, that's two tough matchups like back to back Pacers yeah. and then, oof. Because the thing about the Pacers is the Pacers they're kind of that team that like any any of the top teams can beat. I don't think they worry too much about, but it's still a team you kind of have to lock in and and really play. It is a. You you can't go. Oh, they're a six seed. Like you can't you can't be like oh whatever. It's no. like no, they'll play you like they're like a second or third seed. Like yeah, well actually no, the Pacers should be an easier time than it would have been than than we would have thought it would be because uh Oladipo's not there. Oladipo's been out. They're still doing great. No, but yeah. that's, that's yes. what I'm saying. But without oh, Oladipo, but they lost they lost Jeremy Lamb and T.J. Warren. Oh, they both they? dropped out. I think um, I think they both got injured. I don't know if TJ Warren's going to be back. Jeremy Lamb was, I think, an ACL tear. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's that. That's a rough. The Pacers are, are in bad shape because they were really, they were looking good this year. They were looking good and bad. I don't know. The Pacers had highs and lows. They were like a less extreme like, version of Philly. Yeah, I feel like one person who underperformed uh, was Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I think when he left the Bucks, he wanted to sort of like create a name for himself, like sort of show off. But I mean, he's the former rookie of the year, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but didn't Brogdon keep getting hurt though? Mm-hmm. Because I think he had good numbers, if I remember. Trust he was on my fantasy team. I he he, he disappointed me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I wanted him to do so much better. Let's see his 2019-2020 stats. Boom, boom. No, he was the 50, he hit uh, 50, 40, 90 club uh, last year. Yeah, no, Brogdon. This year it was just because of injuries. Yeah, Brogdon was was good this year. He oh, he was like 16 points per game, so he was a little lower than I thought. Oh uh, yeah, but like seven assists, man. Like yeah, oh good. yeah, yeah, definitely 16.7 assists, and then how many rebounds? I don't know. I guess I was just expecting more five considering. Rebounds was out i just expected him to go off now i get you you can't expect I mean, the injured man to go uh, off though no yeah of course i mean if he keeps that up with oladipo if uh, unless oladipo it's Kawhi. <laughs> oh, yeah. was limping through the playoffs just dropping 40 casually <laughs> all right actually talking about like Kawhi the clipper what do you think they're gonna do because the break you'd think would help him out because like it lets them rest all their players and everything, so no more load management. But, like, at the same time, they have zero chemistry. Yeah, they made a lot of unnecessary turnovers. And it may not even be, like, a, oh, I just need to, like, uh, I, I just to strain of the season. It's like, Kawhi might actually just not be able to play, like, three or four games back-to-back. Mm, you mean, like, in a playoff situation? Yeah, because it, it was just like, I, like he can't do that many regular games. Like that's how, like that's why his load management is always like he doesn't do like back to backs. He takes a week off from like road games and stuff. So like, yeah, I think, um, you know what the issue I mean, is with the Clippers? Their what? first round matchup is the Mavs, and that's like my favorite team for like an upset. That's the team I think out of any of the bottom seed teams, the Mavs can stomp out like anybody, or not not stomp out, but they can, the Mavs can beat damn near anyone in the playoffs. I'll, I'll put I'll put that like the Mavs, as far as when they're fully healthy and everything, they were playing solid basketball wait like. did, did luca go back to like playing shape playing weight because i heard he like he he gained something yeah uh, yeah I yeah i heard he was out of shape that, right his trainer said that i'm sure luca's gonna be back on man luca's luca's got it like that it's just if porzingis is in rhythm and everything because he started off slow which of course fresh off the injury you'd expect but um yeah like he, it was an acl so like that's always bad yeah but um porzingis immediately it was like luca got hurt porzingis was dropping 30 a night. Luca came back, 
Porzingis went back down. And then Luka got out again, and then Porzingis went up, and then he stayed up. So the two of them were firing on all cylinders. The team was, like, record-breaking offense. So the Mavs could really get something done here. But it just depends on... The Clippers are a really tough first-round match. Clippers are stacked, bro. <laughs> it depends on seating. I think... No, like, they're... Oh, take out... Uh... Take out Kawhi and uh, Paul George, they're still a playoff team. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like a top-seeded playoff team. Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. And then the, I think the worst part is everyone said that from the time the season started. And then, like, the season's going on. It's like, oh, let's add Marcus Morris. It's like, oh, damn. They're like, we're going to add... Who, who else was it they added? Um, uh, from uh, the Pistons. From the Pistons. Kawhi, no, they oh, did Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, they added Reggie oh, Jackson. Oh, yeah, Reggie Jackson. They're like, yeah. they're like just because yeah. we want another, like another guard that can throw some points up. I'm like, what? why do you need it? <laughs> what, their bench has to be as good as any starting lineup. That's, <laughs> that's what they're going for. Like, they got Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell off the bench. That alone is is, is some, that's a bad team. That's That's tough. <laughs> Like, I just feel like any of those guys can play, like, really well. Like, if one person's having an off night, you just sub them in for someone else. And it just, I don't know. I'm just, this team's going to be so rough. Like, we were talking about depth earlier. Is like, we said, like, Celtics were, like, eight-man eight, eight deep, like, really good deep. Like, Clippers, you tell me 12, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Clippers could sub in. Dude, like, the back of their bench is, like, Landry Shamit. <laughs> come on what was it last year they had uh, two of their players were nominated for six man of the year yep. two yes yep. no, that's that's some ridiculous depth yeah Kawhi Leonard Paul George Lou Williams Marcus Morris Montrezl Harrell Landry Shamit Patrick Beverly now Reggie Jackson uh there's just so many people it's stacked with talent. It's a, I'm just worried about chemistry and injuries. All right, so we're getting, we're getting to that ballpark now. So since we're kind of going into here, let's just transition. Let's just get it out of the way. Playoff predictions. Oof. We'll just start off conference finals. Who do you guys think is making it out of the East and the West? Conference finals would be... I say Celtics, uh, Bucks. Who's making it out of that though? Uh, you can let your bias shine through. It's okay. It's okay. We're not claiming to be professionals here. <laughs> I mean, ESPN gets it wrong just about as anyone else. Exactly. Um, I think Celtics is a reasonable take. Depends on how well. Depends on how well um, Giannis can shoot. That's fair. Because if you, if he's complete mm-hmm. if he can't shoot like then Celtics all the way, but like if he's just like at one point he was like knocking down threes like going I don't want to say Steph Curry like... but I want to say like a well, who's a good like Marcus Morris, like a decent three point shooter like Brooke Lopez the other guy on their team. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think going yeah, in no, November. No, but like shooting like that. <clears throat> oh, sorry. So I think going in November, Giannis was shooting like thirty seven percent or something like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He started off like draining threes and then just stopped out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but like, so if he's playing like that, then like, I don't think anyone's stopping Milwaukee, like Lakers, Clippers included. Yeah. But if he's just like his normal self, like not that great of a shooter, I give the Celtics a chance. If he just can't shoot at all, because like he's like he hasn't touched a basketball like until like recently, then like. Definitely want to say like Celtics will make it past the East, mm-hmm. but like honestly, it just depends on him. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's that's definitely it because um, actually I don't know if it necessarily just depends on Giannis. I think a big thing is like Middleton and Bledsoe were not great against the Raptors last year, and I think no matter what Giannis is doing, he can't do it alone. So if Giannis has literally one other player going at All Star level, I think the Bucks have it. But if not, then then it's it's a question mark for them between, I'd say between Celtics or Raptors, 
And that's just saying because, like, Sid, not to disrespect the Heat, but they faced the Heat in round two. So, so if we're assuming that the Bucks made it to the conference finals, <laughs> we're assuming the Heat didn't. <laughs> no disrespect to the Heat. <laughs> All right. All I'm saying is just be ready for the upset. Don't no, say no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not, I'm saying I'm not including the Heat because if, if I were to say the Heat, that means that the Heat made it out already and the Bucks aren't there. All right. I'll give you that. But I, I, I think the Bucks got the Heat. I think it's tough. It's tough. The Celtics is a pretty good shooting team, though. So I think they. Let's they be real. Who, who's going to, like, if Giannis is playing at 100%, who's stopping him? Um, <clears throat> defense-wise, AD is probably the only person I could see in a one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that works well, like a back-to-basket play. But like, say, like, say open court. No, open court. Giannis is stomping out anyone who doesn't have trees. But I, I, I dude, it almost feels like the Lakers built themselves specifically to take down Giannis because why do they have three centers? <laughs> like, like. Dwight McGee and 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 AD are all there and I'm pretty sure part of that was looking at like what the Raptors did to him when you funnel him down to some trees you can kind of slow down Giannis and I think that might have been a contributing thing either that or just AD didn't want to play center which I also understand so that works too it's weird that a 6'11 guy doesn't want to play center I mean oh wait never mind Giannis is that high too yeah, but on top of that, like, just AD, basketball guys. You, AD played like a guard. Like that man will run cuts. Like he'll he just it's it's weird. AD because I think he did play he did play guard until he hit a growth spurt in like college or whatever or high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, he grew a foot in college. Yeah, so he still got that finesse. He still got that finesse. He moves like a hey, guard Jordan, sometimes. Uh, when's your growth spurt happening? Um, I've been asking myself that since middle school. Oh my. I've been asking myself that since middle school, so <laughs> I, I guess I'm done. I guess I'm done. I'm gonna call it quits at twenty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. For everyone listening, I'm gonna get it out the way now because it's gonna be the jokes throughout this whole podcast. I'm five six. I'm five six. Mike is like five eleven, and Sid is like what six one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. That's that. All right, Western Conference, what we got? I mean, like, there's no doubts. L- it's the Battle of L.A. Yeah. They, I don't have a doubt in my head about that either. But I'll be yeah, very... I don't have a choice. Like, I can't pick who's going to go in between them, to be honest. If we're just looking best overall talent, then you'd say Clippers. But if you're looking at just, like, chemistry, who's going to play, is just, like, playoff, it's like... Kind of have to give it to LA. Is it best overall talent is the Clippers? I I'd say they have the most talent, like like they the most player the most talented players. But if you're talking about the best talent, LeBron and AD is well, a pair. no, no, I meant like <laughs> overall, like a full team. Yeah, but it's like yeah, no, LeBron yeah. LeBron is like number one, number two in the league. However you want to do it, um, AD's top five. Top eight, top seven, maybe. Yeah. Like he, he's up there. Yeah. Um, but, I think. Like I don't even uh, know what to talk about. They're just straight up like. So, <laughs> we, we saw it on Christmas Day. We've seen it throughout the entire season. Like this, this opinion's a lot be less an interesting popular. One. A lot less popular than a lot of other people, but I'm pretty sure it's just Twitter clowning. I like Jr. as a pickup for the team. <laughs> I do. I think if Frank Vogel doesn't put him in in the last two minutes of the game, JR is a great pickup for that team. (laughs) If I had to find a comp to replace Avery Bradley, then JR is a good pick. Yes. Just just to like like, plug and play uh, Avery Bradley replacement. With better shooting. Slightly better shooting. Yeah. He's streaking. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But Jr. has so many other issues, some very infamous issues, especially yes. on a LeBron-led team in the playoffs, in the yes. finals. Like, yes, and I think part of me wants to believe that because that happened, that's going to be on his mind the entire playoffs. 
Because he needs to and redeem himself. I don't think that's a good figure. <laughs> like, you don't want a player preoccupied with everything, with, with a specific play. That's true. That's true. Well, maybe he's just going to be more attentive. But we'll see. We'll see. I think I think it was a decent pickup. I think... Like the scoreboard. The Lakers' backcourt is still... <laughs> I, just, I just caught that. But yeah, the Lakers' backcourt is still offensively not that great. So that's that's where they're falling off. The Clippers have a good front and backcourt. I think I take the Clippers. If I, I reserve the right to change that, I will give you guys an updated answer through the playoffs. But <laughs> but if, if, if they can Kawhi figure out their chemistry, healthy. if their chemistry gets figured out mm-hmm. and they're healthy, then I'm taking the Clippers. But I, I mean, was rewatching LeBron playoff stuff and it's, it's really hard to go against him. It is. I I it's, Dude, it's a coin Le- toss. We're talking about a LeBron not injured, f- f- like had f- like three months of just like rest. He has his personal gym. He had like his own shot. He, dude, is a better ready, like physically ready, than like most twenty year olds. Easy five category style leader. Like easy. Like Luke Luca at this point, he he'll be slow, etc. LeBron's like, yo, I'm not. I'm ready to run like a marathon right now. Like, yeah, because LeBron wasn't even. Oh, excuse me. He wasn't going that hard during the regular season. Which is crazy yeah. to say because everyone's like, yeah, MVP candidate. But LeBron wasn't, his foot wasn't on the gas like that. Like his, his, his scoring and rebounding were down. Actually, I think every, every stat was lower than AD except for assists. So LeBron was definitely like easing off. And, and I think he's going to crank it up in the playoffs and he's going to go crazy. And people are going to be shocked at the here's fact the, that someone's Here's the thing that stats, stats are a little bit misleading. Like... Uh, CP3 does not have the best stats. Yep. But, like, he's obviously by far the best player in OKC. Yeah. Like, he's playing... Honestly, I'd say he's playing better than Westbrook was for most of the year, except for, like, that part in, like, January, February, where Westbrook just went insane. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that um AD's better. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying LeBron's been easing off a little bit, and he's going to really, like, put on the gas when, when the playoffs start. Also, and, LeBron will be playing defense now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're getting defensive, Bron. <laughs> like, we haven't oh, seen LeBron play defense since, like, year two of the Cavs? Of, like, Cavs part two, year one? All right. So, I know it's unlikely. I know it's unlikely, right? And everyone talks about the story of, like, LA versus LA, and then if they play each other, and if the Lakers win, and LeBron gets his fourth chip, and AD gets his first chip, and blah, blah, blah. It's, the same year as Kobe died too, you know, rest in peace. But um, the storyline, if this finals, the Clippers make it through, the Raptors make it through. If the Raptors could beat the Clippers, if the Raptors lose their finals MVP and beat him the next year, guys, that's goaded status. <laughs> I know it's not likely. It's not likely. Like we ever stayed out about a team. It's except not likely. For like that one Bulls team. What was it? Uh, 90, 90, 94, 95 Bulls? Listen. Yeah, 95, 96 Bulls. The 72 and... But they didn't lose MJ <laughs> <Yeah>. and beat him. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But nah, nah I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I really... That's, that's a really unlikely thing to happen. Yeah, that'd but, be a hell of a storyline, though. That's what I'm saying, because everyone's talking about the best possible storylines this year, and no one said that. And that is the best possible storyline, just not likely. Well, no, the best possible storyline would be DeMar DeRozan carrying the Spurs <laughs> against the Clippers <laughs> and then beating them. And then DeMar DeRozan beating the Clippers and then facing the Raptors in the finals. Are you on the Dion thing? Like, are you you smoking with Dion right now? (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, that would probably be the best story. That would be a great redemption arc for him. That would be be a crazy story. Especially because you do it without defense. I don't think the Spurs are making it to the playoffs. Yeah, that'd be be insane. Like, yeah, I mean, they're in the bubble, right? Yeah, they're in the bubble, but like, Spurs are <laughs> Jesus Christ. Twenty seven thirty-six. You're on the they're basically the twelfth seed. Like 
Oof. You guys are discounting Aaron Baines going on a run and just carrying the Suns to a championship. Okay, well, here's the thing. Though. Uh, so DeAndre in the back. We can we can so... say that Dallas will keep their seventh spot, right? Okay. Um, Dallas could Dal Dallas could take from the Rockets, right? How far yeah, behind but are they? The point is Rockets or Ro Rockets or, or Dallas. They're not they're not moving off the playoffs, right? So it's Memphis yeah. has to drop down, and then so San Antonio would have to be Sacramento, New Orleans, Portland, and Memphis. Yeah, fuck to, all to that. Get they to gotta the be Dame. All right, Dame <laughs> can single handedly carry any of these play in teams to the playoffs. Dame, uh, dude. I'm ashamed Honestly, I forgot about if him. I had to pick a team, you forgot I about Dame. Right now, yeah, in terms of the bubble. Sid. <laughs> mm. Honestly, I think I think Pel it's it's Pelicans to lose. It's Pelicans to lose. Yeah, with for the Trailblazers just that having Ace their Pot? whole roster back up, except um, who are they missing? Fucking Rodney Hood. Yeah, who cares if they're missing Rodney Hood? Exactly, that's like, what I'm saying. So they they have everyone else back. Yeah. Like uh, for as much as as for as much as like we were like uh, we like there's a it, there's too much Zion hype. Mm -hmm. Zion is amazing when he's been playing. Every game yeah. he's played in, Zion he's, puts up He's been like the best sleep. rookie. Yeah. Just for the season, uh, like that's another discussion. But like for every game he's been in, if he's not been the best player on the court, he's been like uh, like second or third best player on the court. Yeah, Zion will effortlessly put up 20 and 8. Like, <laughs> no problem. And then his chemistry with Lonzo is incredible. Ingram is playing all-star level this year. They got they got they got a solid team. And then they got they got the vets too who who can keep them locked in. They got they got Drew, they got JJ who's never missed the playoffs. So yeah, that's you, also you, you think you you think he wants to lose up he's that street? He's got a fire under their ass right now. So <laughs> so yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from, but you remember that month before Dame got injured? Yeah, he was it putting up like, mad yeah, points. It felt like any given night Dame was gonna drop sixty. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was insane. Like he was dragging them out of the bottom of the conference. Uh, no, yeah, I get that. Ball. It's it, it's like the Bradley Beal dropping fifty for Washington. Wow. But like Bradley Beal back to back games and losing and lost. Dame was winning, <laughs> and he got people back. It's uh, it's like LeBron, LeBron in that last like Cleveland year in the playoffs. Like, yes, yes. No. Pelicans, Pelicans. Dwight and... Howard in those old oh eight like uh finals. Like LeBron in that oh like oh seven Cavs. Like. You always have that one player who will do everything, but still. Yeah, but yeah, if, you got the, if you got that one player who will do anything, I'm pretty sure you could hit an eighth seed. But you got Zion, you got Lonzo, JJ Redick, like. No, I get you. I get you. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. The Pelicans have a have a solid team, and the Pelicans started off really bad, so I think everyone kind of wrote them off from early on. But no, they were playing really good basketball up until the end of the season, and Zion no, has they're going to be crazy. Zion has delivered and more for like what he needed to do his first nineteen games as a rookie. Yeah, as the first nineteen games. <laughs> oh my gosh, he went like four for four from three. <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> that was his, his debut. Yeah, his first game, he had like a <laughs> Wendy's from three. <laughs> no, Zion was going crazy. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Like I think Zion had maybe one bad game, like that entire like first twenty thing as a rookie. Bad game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Zion's bad games are like a solid game for a rookie too. So yeah, no. That, you got a point. You got a point. But I don't know. I just I d I don't wanna I don't wanna discount Dame anymore. I did last year. He made it all the way to the conference finals. Yeah, and what happened in the conference finals? They got swept. By the Golden State Warriors. Without KD. The 73-win Golden State Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> it's, or the core of it, at least. So, I will say... I, I respect Dame a lot, and I, I think he could do it. But, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. 
we could put some bets up when when it comes in because I think that play in is gonna be between them and the Pelicans if the Grizzlies don't fall off or whatever. But yeah, that's that's pretty much as far as the play ins go. We're looking solid. We got a couple good teams to watch. Sacramento was playing good ball too. I don't think they're gonna make it, but I mean they were. <laughs> it was yeah. It, it's, uh, who, it's gonna be fun. Who, who are the play ins for the East? Uh, the the Wizards was the only play in. Yeah, and I mean, I, Wizards, the Wizards don't okay, have yeah. Beal, don't have Bertans, and I don't think John Wall's coming back. No one said anything about that, have they? Yeah, so Orlando's like uh, locked in for the eighth seed. Fucking Orlando! <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact that they're locked in too, because that's the thing. I'm like, you were saying it in the group chat way back, and you were like. Why would they put the Wizards in them? Because the Wizards could knock off Orlando. They're going to be more fun to watch because Orlando's just like a defensive team. Orlando's got like this big-ass front court. <laughs> Their front court's going to be pretty good. And then, like, the Wizards have one of the best offenses in the league when they're running smooth. They just have well, no defense. No, they have the best offenses because, like, no one plays defense, so all their effort is on offense. Exactly, they have no defense, but it'll be fun to watch because they're just going to be scoring. I... Like 150, 160. <laughs> yeah, what was it? 156 to 155 or something like that? The Their game against the Rockets earlier in the season? In regulation? <laughs> it wasn't even overtime? It's not like an all-star game. Yeah, that was wild. Oh, gosh. But yeah, we got a lot of good basketball coming up, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That food might all make all of them sick. If this if this bubble stuff works out, we got a lot of good basketball to look forward to, and we're definitely gonna be reporting back in on these games. But I think this was a good first session, good first pod, guys. We're just we're just about that one hour mark. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in, and goodbye to our untitled podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> hopefully, we got the name down by next week. <laughs> we'll see. Alright, later guys.